the metronome used to throw me off for sure. Um, so what's, what's up, Giselle? Uh, Hi. We have a first-time guest, but returning uh, returning major member from the program, um, Giselle McNack. Um, just kind of catching up and talking about kind of what you've been doing and um, what we have going on, and just have a regular conversation here. So, yes. how you been? Good. How are you? Busy. <laughs> We just had a uh, student council information meeting, and there was like 60 kids that showed up that are new to want to be a student council next year. So That's so cool. It's awesome, but it's going to be a lot of broken hearts. <laughs> <laughs> How has like doing SCVs in Stuco been? How do you like time manage that? Um, I don't sleep. No, oh. I mean, um, <laughs> it's just been... It was rough at first to kind of figure out that balance because you don't want to take away time from either program. And kind of what's been going on lately is like after school is pretty much exclusively SC Beats now and then during the day and during the morning is kind of like more my Stuco time Mm -hmm. so and then obviously next year will be much much better when I get two class periods versus uh doing that during my lunch (laughs) so yeah it was a it was a tough balance just because paperwork never ends yeah just all the time it's like all right here's the paperwork coming up for grad bash here's the paperwork coming up for new stuco people here's the paperwork coming up for this event here's the financial paperwork that i have to recalculate how much we made for sadie so it's the paperwork that's the hard part i wish i could just have someone do that job for me i definitely want to come back and do sv beats (laughs) definitely as a as a uh, as a teacher 100 percent. that's awesome man um (laughs) We talked about that when you were here, for mm-hmm. sure, that you would make a fantastic teacher, and that was Thank definitely, you. Um, you did such a good job last year leading these kids and making them jump up and do jumping jacks, mm-hmm. and <laughs> like, a, like a drill sergeant. <laughs> Didn't even know that side existed until that, that one day, but uh, you'd be excited to find out what our new project is, actually. Is so it a musical? It, <laughs> I mean, no. It's kind of like a um, little, like... Uh, like musical skits yeah so they're gonna put on so they're gonna we're gonna do it here and then they're gonna put on like it has to be 100% um lyrics so no dialogue and then they have to write their own their own script and everything else like that and they're gonna put on like five minute um little deals in groups of like five or six that's really cool yeah I definitely am gonna come back and watch that because there's so many talented people here and I haven't even met any of the new students yet but from what I heard on SoundCloud it's super good Awesome. Thank you for that. Very well put together. Yeah, it's been, um, we'll say, transitional year uh, for a lot of kids. Right now, our our beginner classes actually have a ton of talent on the rise. There's a bunch of kids in there that are just, like, chomping at the bit to get more studio time and get more involved. And then we've gone through a lot of losses in our our advanced classes. Like, a lot of our – it's kind of like if you had a football team that – your starters moved on because they graduated and then all of a sudden your backup players that were ready to take their spots mm-hmm. transferred or moved or whatever else. So yeah. it's, it's been, um, it's been adjusting on the fly and just kind of adapting to what our skill sets are. And, um, like female vocalists, for example, like we're pretty much down to, to two. Um, and last year we had nine, like mm-hmm. nine killers and obviously you being a huge part of that. But yeah, I mean, just adjusting on the fly and it, it's been, a lot of uh, a lot of conversations and talking about drive and kind of figuring out yeah. what what way to get these kids motivated. <laughs> and I'll be completely blunt and honest: the leadership in your class was far superior to the leadership in the the current senior class as a whole. It's just very hard to like find a how do I put this? 
like a motivated person like that's not taught or something yeah because not you can't really teach motivation but you can teach like a goal (laughs) you can teach a goal where they can reach so I found that easier especially with the school that I went to they always gave us something to work on I never had time to breathe basically right so I always had a goal and I always stuck to it until got to the end and then after that I had another goal that I had to reach for sure I think making it more goal driven is huge but I think sometimes even the goals that we've set out were not being uh not being achieved either way. But um, mm-hmm. it's the future's very, very, very bright. Um, and again, like I said, being flexible. So we can shift it since you started talking a little bit about uh, going away to school. Uh, how was that experience overall? I loved it so much. It was so life-changing. I was in the heart of Hollywood, so there were like a lot of crazy people. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've spent some time there. Yeah, Super sure. crazy people. But I loved my school. It was... I learned so much from it. Like just personally and the business side of it just like this class it was this class times dead nice and uh, I it really put me like I knew I've always known I wanted to be on Broadway but I was like after I went to that school just being there for one semester I was like I'm going to be on Broadway like it was it changed my whole mentality basically and I got to meet some teachers that were actually on Broadway or like recorded cast recordings for a Broadway soundtrack and I got to dance with some of them so it was super cool it basically I wouldn't say like yeah it just changed me (laughs) a lot I feel more mature after being out there on my own as well definitely I mean even if it's not music related just going out and living on your own and being responsible for day-to-day stuff is is huge Mm -hmm. as far as uh making you grow up a lot yes that's awesome uh so how do you think, um, so you moved back, what was it, a few months ago now? I moved back in December, yes. December? Okay. And then are you going to school now? No, I'm going to school in the summer. In the summer? Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you going to CSN? CSN starting out, yes. Okay. I mean, that makes the most sense. If you're going to be here locally, like we talked about in the past, mm-hmm. are you going to take a lot of the music classes over there? Or? Yeah, music classes and then teaching as well. Okay. That's awesome. Just You can correlate those two pretty, pretty easily, too. Mm-hmm. I might be a... Taking some classes over there myself this summer. So I'll see you. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> possibly for sure. That's awesome. Um, yeah, we can even possibly talk about. Have you talked to anybody in the program over there yet? No, I haven't. Okay, so I'll let you kind of know when I'm heading over there, and maybe we can get a tour and walk through everything. Their, okay. Their facilities are super impressive. So I know it's a, a community college, and we kind of have that stigma of what a community mm. college is. But yeah, you. I mean, it may not be the same, but. It'll be less uh, Hollywood people rocking around. <laughs> I'll still make it like worth my while and everything. I know the advancements and the degrees aren't going to be the same, but I really like learning new things, especially when I first came into this class. I learned so many new things that I'm really interested in and want to further that. So, Yeah, like what in particular do you think? Like what's... Um, engineering. Engineering? <laughs> yeah. So more of like the recording engineering side of things? I really loved it. I love doing it for other people as well. That's awesome. I mean, there's always work in that too. And I think having as many skills in this business is so huge because it allows you to make money in multiple avenues. Mm-hmm. And as, as we've talked about, like that career path is, is available. It's just you have to be flexible and willing to do something that's similar but not directly the same. Out of my style. Yeah, for sure. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And then have you been writing music still? Just a little bit. Not as much because I know like 
after while going to the school I was very focused on just musicals because they don't really do a lot of recording there or songwriting there but I did meet some people who were songwriters and they really motivated me as well so I I have been writing a little bit but I just don't know where I'm going with it that's cool I mean as long as you keep it up it's mm-hmm. just one of those things you don't want to stop doing altogether for sure yeah because uh, once we get out of the habit of it, it starts to feel more and more difficult to get back on track. It's like going to the gym or anything else. Like yeah. The further you stay away from it, the harder it is to be like, this is easy, this is normal. Yeah. It's definitely hard, though. Like Even when I first, before I even joined this class, I was like, singers are talented, but songwriters, to me, are the most talented people because it's like hard to put all your thoughts together and into a melody, into a song, and like have it put out and have it make sense yeah I think it's kind of perspective and what skills you have because I'm sure there's a lot of songwriters out there that can't hit the notes that you can and they probably view it as <laughs> as the opposite <laughs> as the Harry Potter trap making mix plays right now <laughs> this one that was on silent but that's okay <laughs> that went off at an event I'm not going to say what event and I'm like oh no everyone knows it's me <laughs> that's the problem with that ringtone there's nobody else that has it um but yeah so that's cool I mean I think I'm glad to hear that when you're around like that that completely musical element of this side of things that you still have the the interest because it'd be really easy with how much you're passionate about that side of of music and Broadway and everything else to get completely wrapped up in that and then Mm. completely lose the other side of it but I think that was one thing when you were here is like there wasn't something you weren't interested in. So anything that was going on, you wanted to be part of a session. Um, I still remember, again, you sweeping every single day too. So like, <laughs> like we talked about work ethic and like, I think the fact that you would sweep all the time, even though it was ridiculous to me sometimes <laughs> and you just have somebody else do it, it just shows that you have drive and you're going to get things accomplished. And again, it, it's something simple, but it's little things like that as like an adult, as a manager, as a teacher, you kind of just notice. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the president of a program is up there sweeping every single day, it's like, okay, she has, she has work ethic. She has drive. She's gonna, she wants to get things done. And if someone else doesn't do it, she's going to do it. Myself, yeah, exactly. But at the same time, though, you did delegate. And I think that's huge for leadership. And a lot of, a lot of leaders struggle with that. They struggle with that like, hey, I just want it done right. I want to do it myself. And that's a good temporary fix. But inevitably, you can't do all the things yourself. Yeah. I I did learn that, especially like working alongside, especially A13X. <laughs> it, it was very hard because I would try to get lyrics done and then I wouldn't be able to get it. But I would feel bad for asking for help. But I always asked her for help and she always helped me in the best way and like super quick as well because she's a very talented songwriter and can think of stuff on the spot. So... <laughs> I don't, there's not a sound to describe the blushing that Alex has going on right now as you, as you talk about her. <laughs> That's the only downside of this being a audio only, but I'm not about to get into video editing. <sighs> so if someone wants to take that on, uh, calling all video editors, please. <laughs> that's something that you want to do. Yeah. yeah, that's not that's not Gibson's field, and yeah, it's just it's a lot matching all that up. But uh, before we leave, definitely gotta take a picture. I've been trying to take pictures, but I got one, Mr. Brown, and I'm one for five. So <laughs> it's not it's not a good average. Uh, but so so now here, so you're talking about teaching, mm-hmm. you're talking about Broadway, and I know you know that those two, they they, they kind of clash. <laughs> yeah. So are you still kind of thinking that 
you give Broadway like a full run as soon as you get out of school and then kind of, if it doesn't work, then go into teaching. Like kind of what's, what's your, I know it's years away, but you're the kind of person that thinks about goals and you think about long-term, short-term, medium-term goals. I think I made that word up, but (laughs) so how does that look like to you? So while I was in school, I know, and when, when I was back in LA, they didn't want us to audition for anything because they wanted us to focus solely on school. But I thought that was stupid because even when I was in high school, I would always do outside theater. So that was my goal. I wanted to do not Broadway, but like perform in any right. theater because I had a really close friend in LA that did that and it got to the point where she has been doing it for so long that now she gets paid for shows yeah like $800 a show and they would have 12 shows so I was like wow that sounds amazing but then again I do want bigger for myself so I wanted to do that and I still want to do that especially when I'm out here now because there's a lot of little theaters out here no for sure that's something you should definitely and you can do that with being in school mm-hmm that's what I was thinking as well. And then for teaching, it really just depends. Like if I do make it big, I guess, when I'm ready to come down from that fame. That lifestyle. Or, yeah, that yeah. lifestyle. I'm definitely going to teach. So either way, if I do get it or if I don't get it, I do want to teach. Yeah, and that's that's a smart way to look at it because I think I think you should go for it full full-heartedly for at least a year. Like, when you graduate, even if you get a teaching degree as well, don't, like, I mean, again, this is totally up to you. I'm not just saying what to do. But I think if you don't give it at least a year, you're going to be happy with teaching. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be really hard to leave. Yeah. So once you get, once you get like, a regular paying job and whatever else happens in life that goes along with, like, that, like, stability and everything else, like, bills and paychecks and everything that comes with a normal lifestyle, it's going to be really hard. I mean, you can. You'll have summers and you'll have other time. But I think you should probably... Take a year, go to New York, give it, give it, give <laughs> yeah. your, give it your best shot. And like, that's cause I mean, I wouldn't tell you this if I didn't think you had a legitimate chance at, at doing something like that. And you can't, that's one of those things you can't like half try to do. You're going to have to like put everything you have into that. Mm-hmm. And then whenever you feel like you've given it your all and it's not happening or it does happen, then that's when you're going to make that call. Because if you, if you start teaching, you're, you're, you're too caring and too empathetic to not put your heart into teaching. Yeah. And it'll, it will, t- and I, I'm telling you right now, like I had to turn down a gig. Um, we're probably, we're going to do the military ball, but because of prom and I don't want to like half split myself in two directions. I didn't want to take that gig too, even though I could probably do both. I, I turned down a, a paying gig for yeah. doing prom. So it, it's a sacrifice, but I'm in the position in my life where I know that I'm probably not going to be DJing at EDC anytime soon. So (laughs) because of that, I want to take the career choice. Mm -hmm. And it's hard because there's still that business side of my head going like, okay. Yeah. But, and and I know you would do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I know that I make the sacrifices on my personal level, like to get these kids the opportunities. Like I did DJ for like 45 minutes, but I wanted Nick to have majority of the time to be able to DJ. It's more important to me that he gets a chance to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, because I've done it, and I've done like all EDM shows and that I really enjoyed, and uh, I wanted him to have that opportunity. So you're yeah. gonna you're gonna have that mentality too. So I uh, yeah, I felt that. Like, in the end of my senior year, I knew 
I sing the national anthem a lot here. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> I've heard you do it a couple times. <laughs> I knew that they needed somebody new. So whenever they asked me, I would give them suggestions and everything of like who I thought would be great right. for the rest of the year or until they graduate. And I would give them more than at least two people just in case one can't come or one right. can't pull through or something. So, yeah. But I said yes to majority of them. And it... I feel like it's gotten me to where I am today because if I haven't had sang the national anthem as much as I did, I probably wouldn't have sang it in the bigger places. No, for sure. So that level of comfortability comes with practice, mm-hmm. and you sang that song quite a few times. Quite a few. Yeah, because <laughs> Cassandra's doing a really good job keeping it going. So I've heard too. that's really great, and um, so that's kind of been her her comfort zone is the the large audience, which is. <laughs> Not the usual comfort zone for most people. <laughs> no but, um, way. <laughs> yeah. But no, she's done a really good job. Like even Miss Bush came up and talked to her and said that she did an awesome job, which is a huge compliment to mm-hmm. get. <laughs> so um Yeah, I feel like you just need something that you need to stick with just for a little bit and then until you start to get comfortable yeah, it's you Im- move into something different. It's important to get really good at something to kind of showcase it and be consistent. Because mm-hmm. you were consistent at it. Like it was like you were reliable, you said yes, you came through you did it over and over again and every time you killed it. So that's, Thank you. that's definitely something <laughs> that being reliable is huge. And that's the business side of things. So would you have like what, two years probably at CSN roughly? Yeah. And then two years at UNLV ish or maybe like, somewhere else. Yeah. UNLV are, mm, would I do like three years of college and then one year of student teaching? Um, it would be four. Uh, so it'd be the, the fifth year would be student teaching unless yeah. you go ARL. So there's that. I can talk a little bit about that real quick. So that's kind of what got me finally in teaching here is because it wasn't a year of student teaching. It was like a condensed six to, and I think it's eight week program where you just, you take whatever degree you have, you take these courses eventually, like in your first three years of teaching and you skip the student teaching part of it. So, that. so that's, <laughs> and it's only Vegas. Yeah. Cause then you teach so badly. And to me, I'm like, well, I don't really have a year to not work. Mm-hmm. So that's like the shorter program made sense. Um, my wife did the same thing. I think there's probably a good handful of like at least seven, eight teachers that I know of here that did AOL as well. Yeah. And you can kind of tell which ones are the ones that are from like plucked from other places <laughs> versus like, like Miss Fisher and a few other people. Uh, but yeah, so I'd say like that's something that plus that will, that would allow you to stay more focused on the music side of things because you wouldn't have to go you definitely don't have to go the uh, early childhood education or, in your case, the liberal arts background. You can get a degree in music mm-hmm. and then add the credential classes later, too. So that way, I mean, you can add some teaching classes in there, but you won't have to be, like, the bulk of your education. Yeah. Because, like, if you go teaching, it's going to become the bulk. And, again, I think if this is the, the area that you want to be in, whether it be here or starting a new program at a different school or whatever else, that would be the most logical choice would be to be like mostly music with the teaching classes on top of it. Yeah. Awesome. So do you think living on your own helped prep you for the, uh, the craziness of possibly living in New York by yourself? (laughs) Um, yeah, but I do not think LA Crazy people are the same as New York crazy people. <laughs> no, they're not. They're definitely a different brand of uh, of intense. Yeah. Um, you've been to New York, yeah? No, I've never. I've only been to here in California. Yeah, New York is uh, it's one of a kind for sure. Um, <laughs> you would 
would be very overwhelmed at first and not feel comfortable at all because it's like the the buildings literally engulf you and you feel like there's no like sky there's nothing and that's weird for a california person or a west coast person yeah because we have big cities but they're not like that Mm-mm. <laughs> um, they're spread out there so that was weird and you can't like get a sense of direction because everything's just like giant buildings <laughs> every direction um the pace is really fast cars don't stop um like the whole elf joke was absolutely true um but yeah, it's 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 different, and it takes some getting used to. Because I hated it the first time I was there. I'm like, this is too crazy. I walked the city like for like eight hours. I'm like, this is nuts. <laughs> and then I went back and I went stayed with my buddy that lived in Jersey City. And if you could live in Jersey City, there's a, a special train called the Path, mm-hmm. which goes under the the, um, is the it Hudson. Like Bart. Kind of, but way better. So it's like it's a so it goes between under the Hudson River from Jersey City to Manhattan, mm-hmm. and it runs like twenty four seven. So it's really easy to go back and forth. And I got yeah. a little more of like an experience of like enjoying the city from a more local point of view. And then I got really lucky with my, my buddy that was my neighbor. And he had a place in Battery Park that was like right on the Hudson River. And had a backyard and like every room in his house has a view of the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> and just like, oh, so this is the, the, the crazy New York experience. And we yeah. had some... Some fun times in New York, like from a real local, like, like staying in Manhattan, and I then I fell in love. So it's just like, it just depends on like what version you get. I definitely yeah. don't re- recommend going for a day. Yeah, there's <laughs> like, just too much to see. It is. Um, um, thankfully, when I went to the school, I went. There's people from all over the world that came, and I'm really close with this one girl, and she's from Connecticut, and she would go to New York all the time. Yeah. So. If I do go out there, I'll probably stay in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then just like take a train to New York or something. Yeah, you could do that. You'd get the similar first experience that I had. I went from Boston. It was about a four-hour. I think Connecticut's halfway, mm-hmm. roughly, depending on what part of the state. Because uh, you would always drive through Connecticut from Boston, and they did these uh, these Chinatown, the Chinatown buses, called the <laughs> Feng Hua. Man, I've never been more terrified in my entire life. <laughs> 50, it was fifteen bucks. And it was $15 for a reason. Um, <laughs> wild. Dude, just wild. <laughs> yeah, buses are crazy. Yeah, you have no idea. It's <laughs> so crazy. And per usual, we've got to exit at... <laughs> so and then you said you're working now too? Yeah. I just work at a nail salon as a receptionist. That's... Very hectic because the nail salon I work at is very popular or the nail techs are very popular so it's always super busy there. But I really like it because I love fast paced places and I don't like it. I don't like like working in a slow environment. Yeah, so. being bored. Yeah. Yeah, I hate being bored too. Yeah. They took the ACT yesterday and I'm like, I'd much rather teach. <laughs> Just like walking in circles. I'm like, okay, I hate yeah. being bored. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'd rather, I'd rather work hard than, than ever be bored. Mm-hmm. So... All right, so you started, so they have, I think, two different pathways, too, at CSN. I think they have more of, like, the the singer-songwriter pathway and more of, like, the technical side, too. Yeah, I've seen that. Cool. So I would say definitely check out. There's, um, the people over there are super knowledgeable, too, as far as, like, life experience, and they have this, uh, this one piano room that's just a Steinway piano, and it's mic'd up, and it's got a full theater behind it and it's like a recording room and a live room which is really cool that's really and cool yeah. yeah they have a whole, a whole bunch of stuff there so when can we expect the uh, the next track then <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. 
not sure because it's very hard for me to finish some things because I don't know where it's going, but I'll definitely ask the A13X <laughs> for help. Um, I do want to start coming here a lot. I really miss it here. It's just such a great environment and such good memories here. Yeah, and for sure. We could start um, figuring out like kind of like a schedule for this year and then definitely for next year too mm-hmm. about getting you in here and getting you badged and getting you kind of more on the teaching side of things and to see... That's the best way to figure out if you want to do something is mm-hmm. just do it for a while. See how much you love it. See if it's something that you want to do for uh, 60 hours a week. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was in here a lot. You were here most of <laughs> the time. I don't, I don't remember a day where we were here doing the uh, the musical and you not being here. And that was it, just thinking back on that, how much work. and It was crazy. It was. Yeah. We were wild. Can I say something? Of course. You can say something anytime. So... A couple of days ago, or I'm not sure if you saw on SoundCloud, but I was listening. I was listening to all the tracks on the musical and just reminiscing, like, the whole experience and, like, wow. Like, that honestly, the musical was the highlight of my year. Like, it was hard work, you know, don't get me wrong, and, like, we had a lot of issues and, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people didn't pull through and, like, you know, but, like, I remember, like, we just poured our whole heart and soul into it, you know? And, like... <laughs> It's just like, I don't know, like listening to all those tracks and like just kind of like just thinking about it, like it's just wow, like we really did that. Yeah. Like, and so. like even if we did have, have our problems, we had a good group of people that mm-hmm. always pulled through. Yeah. Yes. And most of the issues were technical. They mm-hmm. weren't, they weren't, I mean, there were some not showing up for blocking and things like that, but mm-hmm. most of it was either microphones or, um, starting the show too early and the lighting not being right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it was really good that we had the opportunity to do it twice. Mm-hmm. And the cafeteria was the best. I yeah, absolutely for sure. loved it in there. It so I think the idea was, was great for doing it outside. It just, when you're doing an outside show, you got to have a little bit bigger of a budget because mm-hmm. you're recreating everything outside. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, the ambiance was great. Mm-hmm. The ambiance was great, but the practicality <laughs> wasn't quite wasn't quite there. And yeah. the bottom, the end of the day, we're still putting on a show. Yes. And even though we could have we could have done both, we could have had dinner outside and then mm-hmm. brought people inside or whatever else. But no, it was uh, it was cool. We did. Um, I don't know if anybody told you about the show we did inside this room this year. Mm-mm. So we did our winter show in here, mm-hmm. and we kind of turned it into like a the Christmas one. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So they did. Um, we turned this into more like a kind of like a jazz club. Oh, where that's we, really cool. Where we put like um like little candles on all the tables. Of course, not real candles. They were they were the, uh, <laughs> the battery powered ones. ones. <laughs> um, and then we put like uh, tablecloths and everything else, and it turned out really cool too. It was like my dad walked in and said, "Wow, I can't believe this is a oh. high school classroom." And <laughs> yes. Yeah, it turned out really good, and that was I'm glad we did it because a lot of those students are are gone now. Mm-hmm. Like Savannah's gone and Grace is gone. And, mm-hmm. um, it was nice to get one more show with them before they left. They're like last hurrah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it's really cool that like before people leave, you give them the opportunity to like speak and like perform one last time. I know when I took my first bow, I couldn't stop crying because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to leave. No, for sure. There was definitely some emotions that night. Yeah, one hundred percent. But like you said, like you don't value something as much if it's just given to you. Mm-hmm. And the hard work for that thing, I still remember that that conversation we had in February. Where we got back, we were back from break, and, I, and we had no script. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, guys, if we don't get this going like 100% right now, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just yeah. no, there's just no way I'm gonna do this if because we have 
like what two and a half months to get everything yeah, going that's when I knew I was like oh crap <laughs> and I really wanted to do it because it was like my dream to put on my own musical and it was such a like great musical to put on with you guys it, it was amazing yeah we're gonna look at the scripts to kind of give the kids some examples of like how to block and how to write things so that's like kind of a nice that's reference cool. yeah. reference point now uh I'm excited to see what they do because <coughs> writing a script is not easy no <laughs> we didn't know what we were getting into with that one. Yeah, I didn't know I could do it. <laughs> I had no idea. No. Yeah, I was like, that's a skill set I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know I could write seven sporkin, sporkin, uh, <laughs> fork and spoon puns. Spork. That scene was crazy. It was funny. <laughs> that was funny. It was definitely a nice little co- comedic relief in the mm-hmm. middle of the whole, the whole show. Mm-hmm. We still use those risers. We use them again for... Um, for the haunted house, mm-hmm. oh, we built a like a little area for uh, Mr. Brown. Of course, he was our <laughs> he was the man with the chainsaw, which actually was a leaf blower. Um, <laughs> yeah, close enough. <laughs> it sounded it similar. Sounded even like scarier, honestly. <laughs> oh god, it really did. <laughs> <laughs> we got no words to respond to that. <laughs> and then um, we used them again for Sadie. It's when we built like so the EDM uh, stage or room was like blocked off in the oxygen mm-hmm. and to make it smaller, uh, we used those stages again with like black paper and created that environment. And we have a lot of new lights. We got new subs and the new, the new setup is pretty, it looks really good. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, for sure. That's, we actually have a, we have like a house set up for this and then we have like that road set up to bring to. So it's not like breaking down the entire stage mm-hmm. again and again and again. And then putting it back together when you come back in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we did a, so kind of to reiterate, because situation, like Nick, um, Cam, myself, and Jesus were here till like 1230, putting everything away. Uh, and I had like a handful of kids from Stuka that helped. But other than that, like, it was like, man, that's when we came back, like, yeah, we're not doing any more mm-hmm. major shows this year. We just don't, again, we don't have the, the kids in the beginning classes didn't get the expectation at the beginning of the year. So they're not gonna like dive in to that level, yeah. And then the kids that are left in the intermediate advanced class just don't have the the drive as a whole to do it. So we're like, we'll just do like a little mini thing mm-hmm. in here. And another thing we're doing too is we're doing like the um, a Vista Voice competition. I saw that. I posted it. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate Sylvia and the uh, the support when you're gone. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we're going to do, like, four judges, each different genres, and then we're going to get eight people that we, from the tryouts, that we're going to push through, and then two of those are going to work with each different judge, and then we're going to have those eight people perform, narrow it down to four, perform again, (laughs) and then um, the final two are going to perform at the assembly, and then the crowd um, noise is going to dictate who wins, and, yeah, so it's, like, five hours... (laughs) <laughs> the voice is cool it's cool because it's real like yeah. it's real like you're they're real musicians and real producers working with people to like work on music that's what I like about it it's not like a I mean it's still a popularity contest but at the same time there's a, a lot of like what we do in this program in that show mm-hmm. um, it's definitely my my favorite of all the reality TV shows yeah. too and like they put their own spin on the songs as yep. well yeah it's not just the same covers and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm sure we should get some uh, some kids from choir and mm-hmm. theater and from our program. It should be fun to see uh, who works with who. Mm-hmm. I gotta get two more spinning chairs. 
<laughs> Still have these two. Yeah. You guys fix the wheel on that? Nope. <laughs> Still feels like you're falling, huh? Yeah, I think was it you that almost fell the other day, Nick? No. <laughs> It was somebody else. Yeah, they said it was Vince. Vince. Oh yeah. yeah, Vince was here yesterday. <laughs> He's like, whoa. <laughs> he should be used to that. He sat in on it a couple yeah, times. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's Vince though. He's doing really well. He's still playing piano and making music. And That's good. Yeah, it was nice to I'm see. I'm glad he dived into the piano. That was really cool. Yeah, he's he's very much on the melody side of things, which is awesome. Very melody driven on his uh, his music, mm-hmm. and he'll be coming around like every once in a while now again too, which is cool, because. Uh, Staying out of trouble as well at his new school and <laughs> in a relationship, got his head down making music. So it's good to see That's that really good. he's in a good spot because he was definitely one of those kids that when we had last year, I was like, man, this kid's got a, a lot of potential and bright yeah. future. And yeah. he's got a personality for days. <laughs> it's really cool to see people like grow up and mature. Yeah. Like even I've matured a lot from who I was last year. For sure. That's, that's the point of life because if you stop growing, then things get kind of boring and it's mm-hmm. like yeah what's Wait. I agree 100% and there's me saying 100% again <laughs> but you see that with everybody you see it with adults and I think that's why I like working with your age a lot because you have to grow you can't be like the same person you were freshman year I'm sure mm-hmm. there's there's some boys that are kind of the same as they are freshman year mm-hmm. but um yeah you have to grow otherwise uh you get left behind for sure and that's there's a different, like some, some adults when they get to like their mid twenties, early thirties, they just kind of stop, stop learning, stop growing. And not all of them, but I mean, there's a big handful and that's tough to deal with all the time. I'd much rather, uh, deal with the snarkiness and the, uh, the sarcasm and the cell phones, which I mean, I'm sure adults are just as bad in any ways. Yeah. Oh, yonder ashes. (laughs) Yeah. I can't, I can't do that. (laughs) I'm glad they didn't go school wide. It's still teacher choice. So yeah, it's, it's we just use they it too much. They have those at award shows. Yeah, I know they have them at um, comedy shows too. That's crazy. Chappelle does it. Uh, I get it for comedy though because you don't want them to leak. Yeah. Your material while you're still working on it, and mm-hmm. then you have a special coming out. It totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's not like like music. Music you want people to see your songs. Yeah. It's not like this big surprise. I mean, <laughs> and there is a little bit to like Alex's album coming out, but at the same time. It's like if someone hears it and like spreads it everywhere and it gets like a million views, you're not going to be sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, man, I wanted it to come out all at once. No, yeah, you're like, awesome. It's totally good with that. Yeah. I'm really excited for this album. <laughs> We're thinking so hard on it, dude. Like this album is going to be so much different than what mm-hmm. my last album was. I got a sneak peek. Did you? I sent her one, one song, the, the, the last song on the album the one the first one that we finished okay she liked it I really liked it it was super different from the very first album yeah I can't remember which one that is <laughs> it was like the first one that one that I performed oh yeah the one that's like super captivating yeah the one with like the bells yeah the one I was like they said nothing and I had no idea yeah. how to react and I just, everyone's like staring at her and I was like <laughs> did they hate it did they love it and I then, feel like they just don't know when the song would end there's well, a lot of that well they um they were captivated. Like they were yeah. like, they were like, everyone was leaning in and looking. And I was like, it's one of those moments, like when you have that, you're like, I have everyone's attention, mm-hmm. but is that a positive? And it, it everyone loved it. So mm-hmm. that's really good. Yeah. We can, um, we can show you the one we just like finished, finished. Yeah, sure. Okay. Bet. Yeah. I'm yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> get you a feature on it, man. <laughs> For real. Like seriously. Um, <laughs> like 
Not zero. Kidding. No, so? <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Is that a yes? She, yes. I mean, I guess I'll do a little harmonizer. <laughs> that, might be a, that might be a good way to, um, to get back into it. Mm-hmm. Is versus like having to create your own full yeah. song from scratch just to. I've to, always loved performing her songs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. I love it when she performs songs. Like I have a video of you performing one last time. I love that song. I was like, wow. <laughs> she does it better than me. Shut I'm like, up. wow. <laughs> you guys are very different in how you sing, and there's no need to compare yourselves because you both sound great. You just <laughs> a very very different style. Very different. Yeah, for sure. But it's surprising. It works really well together. I feel like that applies to, like, us in general. Like, we're so different, but we just work together so well. Like, I was thinking about it last year. We just were, like, the... We were, like, a power unit. Like, yeah. Two peas. Two peas in a pod. Like, <laughs> we worked so well by each other's side, and, like, it's just, like, I miss it. Like, I know. I, miss I really so miss much. it here. I really, really want to teach this. It's really cool. Like I said, we'll definitely, um, we'll definitely get you badged and get your feet wet with doing it next year for sure. Um, do you, so you're going to go full-time school, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then work probably like what, 20? Probably, yeah. But how many hours are you working now? About 20? Um, it depends really because I get more hours because I'm helping my boss with um, a business side of something. So I get a, a little bit more hours with that. So I work around 38 to 45 hours. Okay, so working more full-time right now? Yeah. I probably have to do that. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Are we allowed to cuss on this? No. Okay. <laughs> this is, this is, this I've is, been trying not to. <laughs> is, We're going to have to cut that out. <laughs> That's fine. I can... <laughs> That's why I don't want to get the ball mouse. I'm just playing with it. Well, just don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll probably do part-time school, part-time job, or full-time school, part-time job. Yeah, just whatever works out. I mean, mm. are you you living home? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, money's obviously nice, but at the same time, it's not like it's yeah yeah. That's what I was scared of. If I didn't go to school right away when I moved back here, I was like, am I gonna get obsessed with money? <laughs> am I not gonna want to go to school anymore? Um, it's not that important. Yeah, it's really not. I mean, it's it's only important to the level that you don't need to worry about it. That's where it's important. Like not having to worry about like making rent or whatever else that's that's where that's where it ends mm-hmm. and you can't really put a dollar amount on that but according to economist it's around fifty thousand, roughly depends on where you live yeah depends on where you live so here it's about 50 and you don't have to worry about the normal stuff you don't mm-hmm. worry about being sick you don't have to worry about any of that stuff and then after that it's just like it's the things that you do that make you happy for sure yeah yeah i mean i have a tough time buying stuff for myself although i do just uh Put a little studio in my house. That's good. Yeah. I needed to. I needed to because it's really hard to work at home with headphones and like at my kitchen table with my dog. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is not the most conducive environment to mix music and be in the element. And that's like I just go in the other room and then shut the door and just be good and like kind of like already focused. And the cool part is I hooked up my Xbox to it too. And... <laughs> If I'm playing like Call of Duty, Are I can you playing get Madden. No, I I, I stopped. Um, <laughs> I got really good, which isn't good because you, the more the better you get, the more you play. So <laughs> I had to quit that full time job. <laughs> I had too many jobs. Yeah, it was forty hours a week. But um, but no, I just like I get bored playing Call of Duty after like an hour. 
And now that it's like the computer's hooked up as well as the Xbox, so that my next thing I'm going to grab if I'm done is going to be immediately going into working on music, mm-hmm. which is nice. It's a nice little setup to like to be the next option because it's already all there. Mm-hmm. That's the hard part is like when you live, when you don't have that much space, it's hard to create like a creative environment in the yeah. space you have because you got to like rearrange for everything you do. Mm-hmm. I definitely wrote more songs here than I did, ever did in my bedroom. Yeah. It's very hard to write in my room for some reason. Yeah, I mean, I would say if you're trying to get back into it, try changing your environment. Mm-hmm. I don't know if from where you live, you could probably walk to like a Starbucks or something, right? Mm-hmm. That's where I wrote most. Of, that's where Sizu got most of its writing done at Starbucks. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. do it at home. Yeah, I just get distracted or bored or sidetracked or whatever else. There's just too much. There's too many things there that are normal, and writing is not a normal. Mm-hmm. normal thing <laughs> like a lot of people put like random pianos and instruments all over the house like Avicii he would like put like a guitar in one room and a piano in the other room and like just so that way he was like walking around and just like pick up an instrument and just start <laughs> thinking about his next song which is which is a cool way to do it I think it's whatever works I feel like you having a studio in your house is going to allow you to be more creative and express yourself more creatively because I know that like with all like the work that you do and like all the other other kids like projects that you don't really have time for yourself to have like your own creative ideas so I feel like you having a studio at your house could spark some some of that mm-hmm. yeah and I think by by working so much with you guys too it's kind of it's forced me to learn new things mm-hmm. a lot of times because like I don't know how I didn't know how to do everything <clears throat> and over the last two years when you're forced to learn something to make it so your stuff sounds better for you guys then it's gonna push my hand a little bit mm-hmm. So I think that workflow has definitely gotten a lot, a lot better and a lot faster. And whether it's on vocals or whatever else, probably going to take some piano lessons, actually. I love yes. piano. I have piano back in and it was such a cool class. Yeah, I think I'm, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take it at CSN. So not actual like one-on-one lessons, but take a class instead. Yes. Force me to do it. Because I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not the kind of person that's going to sit down and start, start playing piano. Yeah. Not, I'm not going to be like, <laughs> one day after school, everyone leaves. I'm just like, hmm, I know this is oh a my chord. Gosh, those dramatic like, scenes from those movies where they're like, <gasps> dun, 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 dun. and all of a sudden they just know no, how to really? play. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish I was like that. I just am not. That's not the way I learn, unfortunately. I, I need to be like. YouTube. Huh? I learned off YouTube. Yeah. I just, I'm not going to, it's not going to be my top priority. Like, I'd rather like work on producing or engineering first so if I'm stuck taking a class that I have to be in mm-hmm. it'll force my hand to to do it and then mm-hmm. once I know a little bit I can be doing that in a software once I'm doing that then I'll keep doing it but just like that first that first step is uh what time do you work oh no my, I, just feel, I keep on my phone right but I, I work at four at four okay yeah <laughs> just want to make sure that we're good how far is it like 10 minutes it's like five minutes away five minutes okay cool so I want to make sure there's enough time for you to hear that song, too. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else has been going on here? In here, here? Like, studio-wise or Just program? Program-wise, yeah. Um, we got a new guitar. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, That's great. I'm staring at the guitar right now, so that was, like, the first thing that popped in my head. That's a super nice guitar. Um, no one's allowed to touch it unless they're recording or performing live. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um... The stage is in a different spot than when you were here last. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it right there. It makes the most sense. And yeah. It makes the most sense for how the classroom is set up. Mm-hmm. And the lighting as well. We were lighting up the audience rather than the performers. Yeah, that's true. That's we, were, good. we were lighting from behind, which, again, no one wants their light in their eyes yeah. in the audience. Mm-hmm. 
So now we have that, which is cool. We have the DMX controller hooked up all the time so kids can practice lighting. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the um, part of their assignment, too, is to set the lighting for Tech. for their deal, for yeah. whatever their performance is going to be. Uh, it's some interesting groups, for sure. <laughs> some interesting groups. Yes. But I, they needed something. And I was trying to think of like a, a all-encompassing project that would involve everybody. And the music side alone wasn't really enough because everyone's kind of doing their own thing. And hopefully this will force people to be a little more outside of their comfort zone, like it are, was last year. Are there a lot of people that are, like, shy to perform or shy to... To do anything? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's quite a few of those. I mean, I would just say, like, we're all here for the same reason. Nobody's going to judge you. Yeah, that is something that... So, most of the kids that left were probably our highest advanced kids. I think it was, like, Zomar, Vince, Alexis, Grace. Um, who else am I missing? Or, like, the people that, like, not mm -hmm. the seniors, right? No, not the seniors. Um, Casey. James. Casey's back, though. Casey came back. Oh, is he? Yeah, he came back. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just for the album. No, or the songs that he's been doing. No, he came back. Uh, he moved and then came back, like, the day Grace left. Mm. Oh, at like, least he didn't, like... <laughs> it's like, literally, like, the, the exact same day. Yeah. That's good, though. It was kind of... Is that him on the computer? Yeah, probably. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Walked right past him. Yeah. <laughs> Always on a computer. Yeah, or the drum set now. Mm -hmm. Spends a lot of time on the drum set now. Mm -hmm. okay. He started DJing too and just picked it up. Like, oh he's so good. Already he's off the very talented. So he's involved. very, so, he's very he's motivated. Just, <laughs> he's also skilled. Yeah. Like he's one of those people like he's like pick something up and just does it and you're like, <laughs> didn't know you can do that. Trying that for three months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. We lost, again, I think the biggest thing we lost was vocalist. Mm -hmm. We lost a lot of vocalists. Female vocalists, especially. Yeah. But even, like, male, too. Yeah, Hamar. Yeah. Rappers. I do want to start doing vocal lessons. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if the interest is there right now for vocalists. That's the thing. It's like, mm -hmm. we try to make people sing. And then we had this, then another producer that we had for, like, a month and a half, and then he left. Know. He was so good. Yeah. Was it... Did he put out a song on SoundCloud? Yeah. Was it the... Not the clock one. Was there a clock no, one? That, no, no, that's, that's, he's, he's in, that's... He's in the beginner class. He's a freshman. He's a new... I, I heard about him. Yeah, My sister told me about him. Yeah. I think I've said about 25 words to your sister this year. She's very quiet for some reason. She is very quiet. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she's going to continue on. That's sad to me. Maybe she'll come back after sophomore year. She's very into sports right now. I know that. Uh, flag. Yeah. Yeah. And then she wants to do tennis and track. I'm like what? <laughs> I mean, that happens with siblings sometimes. Yeah, my mom's my mom's very like, what's going on? Because she's my mom has been a stage mom for four years now, <laughs> so it's like she's like, how do I be a sports mom? That's funny. <laughs> stage mom, the team mom. Yeah. <laughs> and your brother's rapping. Yeah. <laughs> that surprises me very much because he's very I'm not gonna get into him but <laughs> he from what I heard he's like very serious about it so I support him yeah I heard his song <laughs> I heard one of his songs that had a lot of bad words in it yeah <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen my face I was just like <laughs> <laughs> like even when he showed my mom really yes and I was like you're not gonna say anything to him like he's he was 13 at the time when he made that song. Yeah. My mom was like, I don't care that he's cussing. I just want him to rap about something meaningful. I was like, are you kidding me? I couldn't even cuss until I turned 18. 
Yeah, the words were about interesting things. Yes, when you don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, and my jaw dropped pretty far. <laughs> but he's learning. Yeah. He really wants to get into producing, so that's why I'm, like, happy that he's... Is he eighth grade? Yeah. So is he coming here? I want him to come here, yeah. And I told him, like, if um, I do end up teaching, I'll probably end up teaching his senior year. <laughs> he's like, no, please no. That would be, uh, probably like a year after that. He'd probably, yeah. He'd probably luck out. He'd probably <laughs> not have to get taught by his sister. <laughs> he would not listen to me. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of that still. But I mean, that's going to be a struggle for any, I think he'd be fine. I mean, a lot of young teachers struggle with that, like separation, but I mean, to see that you did it at 17, 18, I think, yeah, I think you'd be fine. You have, you have the, uh, the serious mean bone in the, in the back of your, uh, repertoire of things you can pull out. I didn't, Very back. I didn't <laughs> it was funny, man. I still uh, pushed the first time I saw you doing the, the jumping jacks and like yelling at kids. I was like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, it being at Amda definitely like pulled that out of me some more because they're very intense. And all of the teachers are like like even if you mess up they're like, Well you have to keep going, you can't just stop. The right. show must go on. Right. So I learned I learned to be tough over there as well. Like I used to be like very like sensitive, but I toughen up. Since. So you so you were always kinda like able to be tough for other people, but now you can be tough for yourself too. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean it's, it's huge. Like it's um, you can't be sensitive in this business. <laughs> no There's way. There's just no way. Those teachers, oh my gosh, they would rip kids apart, and I'd be like, oh, "What is going on? I've never been through this before." They never ripped me apart, but like if I were to mess up, they'd just be like, "It's fine," but like, don't do it again. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you have to. It's better to hear it from someone than that's coming from a place of love and concern than it is to to get blasted by a producer. Mm-hmm. In front of everyone. Yeah. Like, you can't get rejected for the first time, like, harshly in a business sense because you're not prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's important to have... But you have to find that fine balance, too, though, where, like, you are being critical but not being discouraging. Yeah. A lot of kids there... Um, I didn't I didn't have time to audition for any of the musicals there, so I for my first semester, I was just solely just on school, on my schoolwork and, like, learning new songs and being... So we had to do um, two accompanist sessions every single time we got a new song, but I was in there, like, throughout my whole day. If I had a break, I was in an accompanist session. Like, nobody would see me in my dorm unless I wanted to sleep. Gotcha. (laughs) How long were your hours there? Um, My classes, I had class every day except Saturday and Sunday, and then some, I would either be there from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., or 9 a.m. to around, like, 5 or 6 p.m. It's but, a long days. Yeah. But even then, I would, like, go more hours just to do an accompanist session and everything. And I really got close with my musical theater teacher as well. She and my voice lesson teacher, they really saw how hard I was working. And with the, um, what is it called? I totally forgot the word I was going to say. <laughs> with the, not consequences, the situation that I was put in, they really wanted me to stay, but yeah, and I really wanted to stay, but there's just nothing I can do. So I'm I'm still in contact with them and everything. Like That's they good. still ask how I do, how what I'm doing out here to further my career. That's I mean it's still a big priority to take advantage of your contacts. So that's huge. Mm-hmm. And um, 
kind of off topic, but on the, the subject of musicals, did you know that um, Ariana Grande was in an 13? episode of, <laughs> no, an episode of uh, the show called Kidding with Jim Carrey? And she does a duet with Jim Carrey. Was she singing like very high? Yeah. I think I seen it on Twitter. I was like, what? Yeah. It's <laughs> what a, is she doing? So the show's awesome. And I've been, I just started watching it like, I don't know, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it's about, so Jim Carrey plays like kind of like Mr. Rogers, but with puppets. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, the beginning of the show, his, uh, his wife gets into a car accident with their two twins. And the twins are playing in mm-hmm. the backseat, unbuckling seatbelts. And as they get hit, one of the one of the twins dies. Oh my god! And then it's like kind of like his process of like being honest with kids through the show. So it's like a very like super like heavy, but also like hilarious show at the mm-hmm. same time. And they did one episode where they did the whole. So instead of it being from the show's point of view, it was the whole actual episode was like an episode of the the kid show. So they didn't they they showed it like it was like a like a commercial and then being flipped on. Yeah. Like you were actually watching, and that's the one that she's on. And the whole thing was like just puppets and musical, like the whole episode. She was like in a tree or something. Yeah, saying. yeah. I so check, like... check it out. It's like to see. I'm like I never thought I would see Jim Carrey <laughs> and Ariana Grande do a duet in a musical, and it was awesome. It was great. Like the episode, like definitely made me cry, but it's not saying a lot. Um, <laughs> she's definitely one of my biggest idols. Yeah, she's a uh, because it, it was a, a lot about to do with loss, mm-hmm. and obviously like she's dealt a lot with that too, mm-hmm. and. Um, that's part of the reason why she was on there and she's a huge fan of, uh, of the show and a huge fan of, um, of musicals and that's her background too. So I figured since you, I know you're a giant fan of hers, mm-hmm. you should definitely, <laughs> definitely check it out. I'm sure the whole, not the whole episode, but her part's probably all on YouTube to check mm-hmm. out. But I mean, I'm like, man, I gotta, gotta tell Giselle about this for sure. <laughs> Does sound interesting. And he, he can sing. Jim Carrey can sing. I saw. I was yeah. like, wow. They sound really good together. Yeah, he's, he's super talented. I love that man. <laughs> Definitely one of my favorite actors of all time. So, Summer, did you already pick your classes or your... No, not yet. I'm waiting for, um, what is it called? To like sign up for classes. I don't like think orient- it's open yet. Like orient- I don't think it's open either. I checked it like two days ago to see if I could yeah. look at the class schedule to see what was offered. I think it's April... That's okay. when it opens up, roughly around then. Because summer school, there's a couple different sessions. Because your school had a super weird schedule. Like it was so weird. It was like when you started was super weird, and when you ended, it was like not normal with coinciding with school at all. Yeah, like we didn't even have a spring break. Right. We, <laughs> we had a winter break that was two weeks long, and then when we got back, we had a week off. But that was because the new semesters were coming in, and then they don't get off until May. Gotcha. What was the uh, what was the biggest shock of living by yourself? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say this is a shock by living by myself, but like the shock from being out there is the competitiveness. It was so competitive, like the school or the city. Everything out yeah, there was so competitive. And people are kind of um, people are kind of full of it out there too. Mm-hmm. They'll start saying, the Hollywood thing is one hundred percent real. Like, everyone's scheming and everyone's trying to get, like, some business or some idea or some project going. Mm-hmm. Like, even my Uber driver, she was like, oh, yeah, Ariana Grande was in my car. She gave me so many pennies. And I was like, what? Why? <laughs> Why would she give you pennies? But whatever. I was like, everybody just, like, has a story out there, I yeah. guess. They're all trying to, they're all trying, everyone's selling. Mm-hmm. Everyone's selling. And that's, uh, that's the difference in New York and, and L.A. for sure. 
is that people in New York pretty much only talk about the things when they're serious. And people in LA, like everyone's got like this big project coming up. <laughs> and like, if they are jealous of you, they will rip you down. Two-faced. Yes. Yeah, people think that everyone in California is super nice. And <laughs> being that I am from there, it's just they're nice to your face because they're expecting to get something in return. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the Midwest nice. It's very different. Very different. Yeah, it's uh, especially that part of California. NorCal, again, not quite the same. But people aren't as happy and nice in Northern California either, though. Especially San Jose. Yeah. It's kind of wears black and <laughs> is upset that they can't afford anything. It is very different from San Francisco, though. 100%. Because, like, even the homeless people are very mean <laughs> in L.A. And the homeless people in San Francisco are super nice. Well, some most of them are. Yeah. It's, um, there's a lot, too. Like, the, the homeless population is getting mm-hmm. crazy. And I get it. Like, if I was homeless, I think L.A. would probably be one of my first choices because the weather and you can go sleep on the beach and whatever else. And it makes sense, but they got to figure that out. Yeah. Especially with the craziness of their taxes and everything they got going on there, too. Like, I finally have friends that are like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I can't do this whole raising of taxes and cost of living going up again, uh, which is, it's, like I said, it's a great place to live, but there's definitely, a, as much as there's upsides, there's some downsides, too. A lot of them. Fires. Oh my gosh, there's one right next to my school. Yeah. I'm in the heart of Hollywood. And there's a lot of homeless people around my dorm. So whenever we would walk home, they'd be like, take a buddy, like, don't ever walk by yourself. And I'm like, not used to that because it's not like that. Not really like that out here. Yeah. I mean, it's dangerous, but not as dangerous as it was out there. So it was super scary as well. Yeah, if you're walking like downtown, like, or like near the Arch District, yeah, there's some areas for sure. But even then, like, it's pretty much most people kind of keep to themselves Mm -hmm. um downtown vegas used to be a lot scarier for sure but yeah that's only i went to um, my grad school for a little bit at channel islands which is like between ventura and camarillo Mm -hmm. and it was an old uh, mental institution they converted it to a college it's actually like rumored to be what hotel california is about my dorm was um an old um like a home for old people really Mm mm-hmm yeah, so they when I went there, it was like almost not fully converted yet. So you'd still see like some parts that were like <laughs> abandoned with like. So it was it was a weird place to go to school. But the nice part was like you're up on a hill. There's nothing around, mm-hmm. so it's all students and faculty. That's all you ever saw. So it was really nice to like walk around classes and not be bothered by people because like downtown San Jose, I lived by San Jose State, and same thing, same thing as as uh, as Hollywood. It just if you're going to school, you don't have to think about like who's walking around you and everything like that too, <laughs> for sure. But it it makes you uh, be ready for city life though. Yeah. Because. I love cities. I don't think I'll ever live in a small town. Yeah, I can't do it either. <laughs> I mean, I could probably. I could probably get away like living like near Mount Charleston because it's like, it's here. Yeah. But it's Not in the really mountains. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't be that far away because there's too much stuff I like that to do that's going on. Yeah, like I love living in Boston as well. Like I'm definitely a city person too. It's funny how that ends up being. But you were born in a big city as well. Yeah, I was born and raised in cities. Yeah, same. I think it's a little bit more intimidating for those that are growing up other places. And Vegas is kind of a weird big city. Yeah. It's like small town atmosphere <laughs> sometimes, but yeah. big city. It's probably because our majority of our people here are tourist 
So, mm-hmm. <laughs> or like passing through. Yeah, when I ever tell them I'm from Vegas, they're like, people live there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Do you live in a hotel on the strip? <laughs> yeah, they're like, do you live in like suites? And I'm like, no. It's very cheap to live in Vegas. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm glad I bought one I did. It definitely, uh, with the Raiders coming and everything else, it's definitely, mm-hmm. um, it's gone up a lot. And I think more and more people are going to come just because you get tired of paying $2,000 for rent. Yeah. And nobody knows how cheap it is out here, surprisingly. They're starting to figure it out. Yeah. There's a lot of Californians out here. Yeah. That's why the, uh, <laughs> the what's the word? The culture shifting slightly? <laughs> Political environment, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Can't go too deep into that either on the school podcast. <laughs> so... What else? I mean, what are the questions you have? I mean, I just said it's been a, it's been a long time. Um, is there anything else that you were curious about? I know we talked a lot about the program. Mm-hmm. Um, school-wise, I said it's, uh, everything's growing as far as us goes. Like our setups are getting bigger and bigger. And I think from a technical side, we've never been any better. Like as far as engineering, like our engineering is really solid. Our DJing is great. Um, our sound, live sound is fantastic. Uh, from a tech side, I think we're really, really, really solid. That's really good. And then... Um, all these computers pretty much have DAWs on them now so that kids can work pretty much whenever you, you see that going on right now too mm-hmm. where kids from beginner classes are kind of just coming in and working as they please. But other than that, I mean, it's pretty much... I was talking to Callista the other day and I asked her about grad bash and she's like, I don't know what I did. I felt like last year I kind of just blacked out halfway through the year. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I, I understand completely. So some of the stuff has kind of escaped my my mind too a little bit as far as what we've been doing. But... Did you listen to any of the podcast? I've listened to one. I think it was Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown? The yeah. longest one? The two-hour yeah. one? <laughs> I listen to a little bit of it like when I'm getting ready sometimes. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. I, I, I throw on like Rogan's podcast. I think I'm going to say his name on every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to. <laughs> Hard not to. But um, yeah, like in the shower, like while I'm like just put it on like the counter right there, mm-hmm. driving to work, um, going home while I'm cooking. Like, just, like, I'd rather be engaged in a conversation I'm not really part of than uh, than listen to the same stuff in music. Like, if we're having, like, a show coming up, yeah, I'll, like, dive into, like, what's the top new songs on Beatport or SoundCloud. But for the most part, it's definitely, especially for traveling, too. Mm-hmm. Do you have a, um, are you driving now, too? No. Not yet? Never. No, I'm just kidding. Never that? <laughs> <laughs> I do have to learn, though. I just don't know how I'm going to get a car, but it's whatever. I'll figure it out. I don't want to, but I have to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's tough because they are expensive. <laughs> People need to realize that cars are not assets. They're expenses. They only go down in value. They cost money no matter what if you don't drive it. <laughs> yeah, I just, bought a, I just bought that truck last year too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, <laughs> four more years. Four more years. <laughs> um, I heard Nick is the new VP. He is. <laughs> Congrats! That's really cool. He uh, he earned it the same way you earned your presidency, just by doing the work. That was crazy to me. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> just by just by doing the work. People, I mean, I, I think that's one good thing is that I think people do recognize who the hard workers are in the program. Uh, and then Jesus obviously got this mm-hmm. new president, and same thing. Like he's like, I don't know that much about music, but I'm like, the role of president is not the person that knows the most about producing or the person that knows the most about singing or songwriting. It's the person that's the best to lead. I was like that too. I was like, why am I president? <laughs> and then like as the year went on, I just realized that like 
I really like helping others out and I like learning new things and I like being a teacher and like teaching yeah. alongside you and like meeting all the new kids and like people who are interested and in pitching SU Beats to them. So I really love that part of... For sure. And I, I felt pretty lucky that I have some some great kids that can come back and, and be a part of the, the teaching program here too. Because that's that's how we that's how we thrive is by how well you guys do together. It's not mm-hmm. just me. Like we said in the past, like it'd be all engineering and DJing. Like that's <laughs> and business. That would be the the whole program. So no, I, I appreciate that. I'm looking forward to uh, to you coming back too to help out, especially with like the vocals and everything else. Um, and then do you have any shows coming up? I have a recital this Friday. I have no idea what I'm singing, but I'm singing <laughs> two songs that I really need to get on. And then next Friday, I'm singing at the Mandalay Bay. I'm singing for Pac-12, um, the national anthem. Nice. And then hopefully after that, the next Friday, I get to sing at the men's okay, semifinals. For sure. Nice. So kind of similar, <laughs> similar to last year. Then, yeah. yeah. And then, so the recital for Friday, uh, this Friday. Uh, so national anthem for the other two mm-hmm. and then this Friday two songs what's this event for um, it's just for my voice lesson teacher he usually okay. asks me to come back just to like inspire his little ones because he has a lot of young um, younger students gotcha and I've been going to him well I've known him since I was 15 but I started lessons with him when I was 17 so it's really cool he and I have a really good relationship awesome mm-hmm. and then so if you had to like put together a like little piece of advice for people that are kind of looking at joining this program since you've had a lot of experience in it, what would it be? Like, what would you say to, to people that are interested, like either eighth graders or people right now that are struggling with their, with their drive? Don't be scared. <laughs> like there's nobody that's like, I understand it can be a bit intimidating. I was very intimidated when I first walked in here. And then I made really close friends who I'm still friends with now that still motivate me to this day yeah and we all work together we're all going we all want one thing and that's to like learn more about whatever it is that you're in here for for sure um and have fun were you like so like you're when you're a freshman or sophomore were you a little more intimidated to get in front of people and sing and do everything Mm -hmm. i didn't i've been singing since i was three years old but i never performed until i was 14 in a choir um, in a choir and we had a solo that a lot of people auditioned for and I did not want to audition for it. Yeah. But my best friend Kathleen was like, no, like audition, like you, you sound really good. Like even if you don't get it, just get used to like for sure performing around people. And so I did it and I got it and I was like, I don't want to do this <laughs> because there's so many people there and so many families there. And I don't know why, but whenever I, ever got a solo in choir I always felt really bad because I know how much other people really wanted it that was like a very like that was a negative thing about me I always felt bad because other people wanted something that I wanted but we all worked the same right the same for it and I knew their parents were there and I knew that if they did it and their parents were there they would be super duper proud of them my mom really never went to well, she did come to a couple of choir concerts, but she couldn't because she was working. Yeah. So I just knew that like they would be like cheering them on. And I felt really bad that I. There's that empathy I talked yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> and again, that's that is huge for teaching. It's mm-hmm. so important. But that's again, understand that it's there and that you got to kind of manage that because it can be, it can be 
detrimental to your own success at times and like the experience even as a 14 year old yeah. that you didn't want to take things for yourself which again it's a positive quality to have <laughs> but in this business you got to be a little selfish sometimes yeah I noticed that and when um, when I turned like 16 or 17 that's when people like really started to turn against me after I started to be more comfortable on stage and like yep. got more opportunities to perform that's when I knew I was like I mean I can't really like keep myself like in a corner so you can shine I guess like I also have to worry about myself as well that for sure like I want I want the same thing that you want but if I'm working harder and I have the opportunity I'm not going to stop myself so you can get it no and that's not how life's not going to give them those opportunities later like no one's going to be once they leave school no one's going to be like oh yeah you're the seventh best person at this. Let me give you an opportunity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that's just the harsh reality of entertainment and performing. Like they're going to give it to the best person or the person that knows the most people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that is what it is. So I'm glad, I'm glad you figured that out. And, um, it's good that you still have that, that strong empathy to want to have others succeed, but not at your own hindrance, which is good. Yeah. Well, you got anything else? I'm excited to show you the song. I did not. I'm excited to hear this song. All right, so now I guess we can listen to it at the same time. (laughs) It's so different. I love it. This isn't the one that has the, uh, the overdrive on the kick song. So though, okay. Do you guys use the same reverb on her voice from last time? It's kind of different. I'll show you.
I really, 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 really love it. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you. It's so well put together and it's so, so, so different from your last album. Thank you. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, she's, uh, she's really developed her, uh, her songwriting too. Um, and your voice has matured so, so much. Like, from Four James to this. <laughs> It's matured so much. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I definitely, like, this album definitely is just so much different. I'm not writing, like, one-minute songs anymore. I was yeah. going to ask, how long is this song? Like, four. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, yeah, most of the songs are, like, three to four minutes now. They're all complete thoughts, and um, we really drove the production super hard. Um, that that sound is uh, just a piano with some wild reverb on it. Mm -hmm. It sounds super cool. Yeah, we designed that whole instrument, and yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun, a lot of work. That song's probably about I don't know, twenty plus hours yeah. worth of worth of work and engineering, but like uh, we're working with a couple of new plugins, um, using some uh, some presets to get some ideas, and then kind of creating our own instruments off of that, and designing everything from scratch, and just being a little more experimental and creative. Uh, but yeah, it's been a and I think working together for like a whole first album and then working together again, we kind of already know like the workflow together and you guys get each other a little bit more. No, for sure. And like I said, those, those complimenting skills were already there. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I was definitely happy with the, uh, the way the drums came out. Yeah. Like, I love the percussion. Yeah. We added that at the end. So I was just, uh, I was, uh, after I set up the studio, I'm like, all right, let me like mess with this track and see if I can find any drums that make sense. And I found those like space toms, for the first one, I'm like, this, these are dope. Like, these are perfect. This is exactly kind of like the vibe that the song's giving off. Yeah, I, like, I wanted it to like, kind of like envision like you're walking through like someone's like subconscious mm -hmm. mind. Like you're like, you know, like you're kind of just like immersed in like this like atmosphere and like the drums kind of just bring that all together. And it was like really cool. I don't and, know. And the kick was just like, it, it fit perfectly too. And yeah, it was a... Uh, Surprising because I I don't know I don't, I don't do a lot of percussion just because like I don't really follow the same patterns that are popular in music right now but <laughs> luckily it's not what uh she wasn't looking for <laughs> twelve thousand hi hats <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, but, yeah, I don't know it's just I get so emotional like when you guys you listen to this because like we just work so hard on it and like put so much like of ourselves into it and. I showed so many people your album in LA. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I think this one's going to probably be almost an hour. Mm -hmm. That's good. And the good. last one was like 14 minutes, 15, yeah. 15 minutes, something like that. Yeah. So it was a good first start. And I feel like that's like, it was kind of like how when Kanye came out with that little short album. Mm -hmm. And it was like, none of the songs were like really like super in depth, but it was like, it was like one concept together as a whole. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's what the out first album was. It was like, it was like a perfect concept together. But it was like not like a finished product. No. Like for each 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 song individually wasn't a finished product, but together it was. Yeah. If that makes it was sense. Just kind of like a little like taste of yeah. like what like we're capable of. So. No, for sure, and definitely. Um, I know until until you blow up and then uh, you start working with major producers, then uh, <laughs> I got your back a hundred percent, even when you graduate. So. Stay tuned, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> when is it dropping? End of the year. Like, oh, yeah, we're, we're, our plan now is to get one or two tracks like 80% done, and then I'll take it home on the weekend and kind of like try to finish it and then mix it, master it, and then hopefully she likes what I did and then uh, send it to her over the weekend. And then if we have to fix something, we'll fix it. That way we can get everything done because it's probably like 10, 11, 12 songs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then I just keep like pouring out these like songs and I'm just like this would be so great right here and this would be so great right here and then like I have like previous songs that I've written the, like during the summer that like just would make so much sense being a part of it so it's just like there's so many songs and I'm just like oh my god <laughs> oh, that's, that's good. Really good that's a good problem to have yeah <laughs> and then uh, she was talking about the other day she's like it's gonna be like she's, every song's so different she's like arrangement's gonna be huge and I'm like well I'm a DJ, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, bu- building a uh, a set is uh, something that I've spent a lot of time doing, so that <laughs> that won't be a that won't be difficult. But now I'm excited that what I started doing with the voice is kind of we just started doing this on this album was um, typically I would uh, I would split it and do two vocals and then one would be like a little more reverb mm-hmm. and then the other one would send some pan some to the left some to the right, and we still kind of do that. So like we'll get two vocals and then like pan them to left and right and then like do a little more reverb on one but we started adding a third vocal with just reverb so it's like there's no dryness to it at all it's just like that so we do like kind of like normal reverb on our first two and then the last one will add like the longer um like the big hall reverb that Mm -hmm. like carries on and travels together and it just by doing that and separating them out it adds a clean a cleanliness to the sound so her voice still sounds like like punchy and it comes through like she's singing but also like that that's still like that haunting reverb behind her voice is still there. So three vocals, three vocals is the move. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I kind of have to go. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. You can hate those headphones. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm so glad that you liked the song. I loved it. It was so good seeing you. I know. 3.30. Well, that'd probably be a good time to end anyway, so... Yeah. Unless you have anything else you want to add. Good luck to everyone. Break a leg. (laughs) Everyone will do great this year from what I've been hearing. You guys are already doing great. And I will always support everyone. Yeah. So I think think you guys should talk about that feature and then figure that out. And then um, (laughs) we'll get that scheduled around your work schedule to come in and uh, record that day. Uh, Is that that the yes? Yes. There's a lot lot of space for you. The coffee one. That one one was was so so cute. cute. (laughs) (laughs) And there's kind of an element to this whole album of it being like multiple things. Mm -hmm. And that would make sense for there to be like a couple different voices in Mm -hmm. certain songs. So yeah, just uh, let me know and then we'll, we'll, we'll block aside that, that time to get the, uh, the vocals down. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> well, thank you for coming. Um, Thanks for having me. This no. was super fun. Yeah, this is uh, episode six and a half because Alex is she's doing a like a working episode, so mm-hmm. she's like recording a song and writing, and we're like walking through the process and recording and doing a That's podcast cool. at the same time, um, which is going to take a little more than like 
one sitting to do it because <laughs> no one wants to hear us messing with splice sounds for like an hour and a half. Like, wah, wah, wah. yeah, no one, no one wants to hear that. So we gotta, we gotta find the sounds first and then resume the podcast. <laughs> we gotta glamorize the uh, <laughs> producing a little more than how it really is. But yeah, so if you have anything else that you can add, I mean, I said I have no rush, but I know you have to get to work soon, so. No, nothing really. Awesome. Do you want to do this again eventually sometime? Yes. For sure. <laughs> yeah, just um, do you want to like coordinate that around like something you have going on or something that you really want to spend some heavy time talking about, then I'd love to do it again. Uh, nice part about talking to you is that you can carry a conversation. So that makes it super <laughs> huge. It's not like me just like asking a question and yeah. giving an answer and be like, <laughs> so it's just like when you do this off the top of your head it has to be a conversation mm-hmm. it can't be an interview because interviews don't last an hour no. so, i love podcasts i listen yeah. to podcasts all the time that makes a big a big difference it makes a big um <laughs> it makes a huge difference if you listen to the to the uh format because you're used to it mm-hmm. and you get that it's supposed to be a long-winded conversation but yeah well awesome thanks for thanks for being on thanks for having me that's our tagline until next time <laughs> Something like that. Something like that.